0: Good morning. Welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers is in studio. I hope you're having a great Friday morning. I had a great week. Thankful for the rain that we've gotten the uh, last couple of days or two or three days ago. So, this morning, I'm delighted to have a friend of mine and someone very important to our community. It's done so much for our school system, Miss Kim Cravens. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. Thanks for being here. You were wonderful. Been on before, but it's been a while. And mm-hmm. of course, you were elected chairman of the school board. Yes, And that was, what, August or September? September September meeting. September September meeting. I was elected chair of the county commission in September. So you and I often try to talk as the two uh, chairs Mm -hmm. of the legislative bodies, because the school board is a legislative body in county government. Um, They just don't have certain authorities the county commission does because of the state law. Correct. It's funny that some states allow the school boards to have just as much authority as county commissions. And we're not going to get into all that, but like... Texas, their school board has tax authority. Mm-hmm. So if they want to go build a school, they just, the Texas school board raises taxes themselves and uh, property taxes and, and they go build a school.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, some places have to pass a levy. I mean, you yeah. got to get support for it. Yeah, so. you,
0: that's right. You got to pass a tax levy. And so in Tennessee, if a school board wants to build a school, they got to get the blessing from the county commission. That's right. So we're going to talk about. Some school stuff, uh, actually building a school later on. And, and Kim, and just I'll just have her on because, one, she's wonderful. Two, she's got updates for me. And, uh, Corby, I love you, but sometimes it's good to get a fresh, <laughs> fresh take if, Corby, you're listening. <laughs> and he'll aggravate me later. But, Kim, so actually today is the last day of fall break, correct? That is correct. And fall break in Putnam County is two weeks long. And it's been that way for quite some time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It has years. been.
1: I'm, I would guess – 20 plus years. Yeah. It hasn't been that long.
0: Oh, wow. So I do know that when I was in school, uh, which was longer than 20 years ago, uh, approaching 24, I guess, 23, 24, we had had no fall break. I didn't know what fall break was until I got to tech. Mm -hmm. And then we had two days of fall break at tech. I'm like, this is awesome. High school stinks. You know, we don't, you know, I'm glad. I'm so glad I'm in college. And now high school students have two weeks of Mm -hmm. fall break. And so. I know it's a good release uh, or, or break for the teachers and, and and the students, too. I have actually had the pleasure to serve on the calendar committee for the Putnam County School Board, and that was a few years ago, and, and I believe, um, I guess, Lynn McHenry asked me to be his representative mm-hmm. at the time. Haven't served on it since, and I like that committee. But the the way the schedule is decided is the calendar committee correct?
1: That is correct. I mean, ultimately the school board approves it, but we put together a calendar committee that is made up of um, you know half of school people, and that could be you know administrators, teachers, um, supervisors. We try to get a little bit of everybody, and then um, some community members, um, and and they kind of look at what the calendar committee has done in the past, and then they listen to all the feedback because what a lot of people don't realize is that. Some of those things that are done are based on testing schedules, especially in the spring, which is why we reverted to one week of spring break. One, because a lot of times we normally have snow days. right? And then two, you have certain testing windows for um, certain categories. There's all kinds of tests that, you know, some people's kids aren't taking, so they don't realize they're out there. But you've got to get those in when the state tells you you have to get them in. So... Um, we try to align the break up to ensure that we can get those in if there's snow days too, which typically we we have at least some snow days. So
0: yeah, so if I, and of course, correct me if I'm wrong, Kim, because I'm wrong a lot. But if I remember, a few years ago, spring break was two weeks, also, right? It,
1: it's been um, several years ago because we didn't do it on this last three year cycle okay. and not this one. But and of course, with spring break, if you have, if we go over our allotted 13 days. We started taking off from the last week of break and working our way backwards. And of course, then you have people who made plans, knowing that that was a possibility and it becomes hard. So,
0: yeah, that's hard, but you can't predict the future.
1: That's exactly
0: right. I just remember at the calendar committee talking about, and I don't remember if it was my committee that went from two to one week for spring break, but I remember. Compromising and and adding a day to the uh, Good Friday holiday. Mm -hmm. And so, and I know some, the technical political term may be spring holiday. I don't remember. It's what UT calls it, but the Good Friday holiday where the schools will be out on the Good Friday and then that following Monday.
1: Right. So it gives a little longer Easter weekend. Yeah.
0: So, and actually, people like that because a lot of families travel on Easter. They do. Yeah, they sure do. So they get a break on Monday. So there's, I remember when I was on the committee, the discussion back and forth about is two weeks too long for students to be out of school. It, does it affect age groups differently? Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Well, I mean, everybody's got a different opinion, but they the calendar committee usually puts out a survey, and I know they did this time. And, you know, based on the results that come in from that survey, and it asks when people take it, like, are you a community member? Are you a parent? You know, are you a teacher or an administrator? So that we can kind of gather who's submitting what but by and far most people seem to like two weeks um i know there's questions on does it disrupt kids learning cycles um and i know for for parents with younger kids it's hard to find something for those kids to do you either got to pay for them to go to a camp you're sending them off to grandparents house or something because it's harder you know with older kids it's at least easier because they can just stay at home but um if if you ask most people, and especially by the pictures I've seen on Facebook the last two weeks, um, people enjoy going to the beach and Disney World and Universal. So.
0: so you don't get a lot of complaints, I'm sure, about fall break. But I, uh, you mentioned, and sometimes parents are like, well, I don't know were to take my kids for that long of a time for them to, because to, we, we have to work, you know, mm-hmm. kids, and we don't, of course I say we, I don't have kids, but I've heard friends say, well, we have to work and we got to find a babysitter for two weeks. Well, mm-hmm. maybe if you have vacation time, schedule it to be off with your kids and, and do whatever you need. But I just remember it being such a hot topic in the community mm-hmm. about two weeks or one week and then, then the the, two, the second week was taken away from spring break and people were people were <laughs> upset about that. I'm like, when well, then, but the kids were getting out like in June.
1: Yeah, and that's a long time. And it's just like the two weeks at fall break. People will be like, when you start schooling at the end of July, why are we going back so early? Well. Do you want? We could take a week of fall break away and start a little bit later. No, I like my two weeks. Well, you can't have them both. You got to. You got to. Yeah. You got to go with one or the other. Because when it comes down to it, we have to be in school 180 days.
0: Well, I, I had a friend in another county. I don't remember which county it was. Asked me the other day. Um, they said, is Putnam County considered year-round schooling? Are we considered year-round schooling by technical terms? Well,
1: they kind of call it that. But, I mean, two weeks in in the summer – I mean, two months, not weeks. Two months in the summer, to me, is, is a pretty decent summer break. But um, some people do – call that year I, round. I didn't
0: know how that worked i remember when the transition started way back even after i got out year-round school i was like i don't think you can do year-round school. i think
1: um and of course this was this is probably i think before i even had kids or they were babies but you know capshaw was the original um pilot program for that and i think they did go nine weeks on two weeks off and they did that through the summer. They kept on that schedule for the whole time. And then I think when everybody went to it, that's where we reverted to. At least we're going to have two months off. So
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why I have you on.
1: Well, I'm not. I'm not going to say that with a hundred percent certainty. Not, I think you're right, but I, I do think that they they I know they were the pilot program, and I do think that they truly went nine and two.
0: I think I think that's right. I wonder why the school board decided to start with a. Um, elementary school but you know i guess that was just there (laughs) yeah i just thought we'll start with young kids well that's interesting stuff on fall break i I, kim and i talk (laughs) a lot and we we debate back and forth and and bounce stuff off each other so it's good to actually have her own and talk about it where you can hear it as well so we're oh my gosh uh three months two and a half months into school year right Mm -hmm. and so uh, as far as updates go enrollment how is enrollment looking compared to where we finished at may
1: yeah well we're up a little bit um i think we ended up up uh, probably about maybe not quite 2% or somewhere there at it and of course that's the last time I got an update we were always adding kids um so we're definitely up we didn't go up i think as much as they thought we would just cuz we're still kind of recuperating from covid some people might still be out some people still homeschooling but all in all everything was was good and and people are definitely getting back into I get, if, if normal exists, routine.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think they're trying – Yeah, does normal exist anymore? But I think they're trying to get back in that, that normal pattern. And I want to say – I'm going to jump back a minute about you being elected chair. It's not your first time as chair. No. Is this your third time as chair or second? I think it's
1: just the second. Second time. Second. I
0: know the last time you were chair, I think I was chair as well, mm-hmm. and, and we worked well together. But um, being chair of not only the school board or commission takes some effort – Takes some time.
1: It does. It and, does. And it's
0: not because the mayor and the county or the director of schools and the schools doesn't want to talk to the other members of the legislative body, but you're the chair and you're responsible for kinda of, you know, getting that information out to the other members and you're res- kinda of expected to be at certain certain meetings mm-hmm. with the director of schools. So it takes some time. It's a sacrifice.
1: It is. It um,
0: is. you have to be willing you have to be willing to work <laughs> and communicate. And listen, <laughs> but I, I'm thankful you're you're there because uh, I know y'all have meetings and at the, as you're wrapping up the end of that term where Lynn was chair, you're already talking about I guess in work sessions who's going to fit that chair position and and you and you you unanimously if I can talk got elected right mm,
1: that is correct and I was previously vice chair so we just kind of it doesn't always work that way that whoever's vice chair rolls into that but that's what we try to do just so that. If if I happen to be out, then Don Fry, who's the current chair, would step in and run the meeting, and then that just gives that person the opportunity to do that before they step in as chair. And we have
0: two new school school board members. That right? is
1: correct. Um, Jill Ramsey and Carrie Ledbetter. Um, very excited about that. Um, you know, great people. I, I didn't know Carrie as well as I know knew Jill. I mean, she actually was assistant principal. At um, all good when my kids were there, so I got to know her well, and and she put up with me as a parent. So
0: I was going to say she has an education background, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I i do not know enough about Carrie to speak. So I'm sorry if you're listening, Carrie. <laughs> I don't know about your back, but I do know Jim uh, Jill was uh, like you said administration in this county, and mm-hmm. that, I think that probably helps as her serving on the board.
1: Well, I think it'll be phenomenal. Um, t- t- I mean, she's so strong anyway in in what she does and the knowledge that she brings to the table and how she can add to that. Um, she's going to be an awesome school board member i hate the fact that since um you know she retired and then she was doing some contract work with the school system but now that she's on the board she can't be paid by our school system so um you got to sacrifice one for the other you do
0: but i'm sure she's Thankful to be in that role. Because Absolutely, it's a blessing to have both of them there. So. Yeah, and and as a school board member, even though you're elected by a school district, you're serving the whole county. That is exactly right. It's not just well, I got to do what's you know I got to do what exactly my district. You you are representing your district, but I've preached this before, and we're about out of time. But I've <laughs> preached this before. You start. you're serving the whole county in that position. Yes, absolutely. So thank you for, again, serving uh, and being chair and, and and look forward to working with you the next two years yes. as, we're, as we're chairman. We'll be right back with Kim Craven. She is the school board chairman. She's been on the school board for this is your second this, term, right? Th-
1: this is my third, third term. Oh, I've got, we got two, started, y-
0: two years left we started in my third term. We started basically together. That's right. So uh, we're glad to have her here. We'll be back in just a moment here on Local Matters. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Kim Craven. She is the chairman of the Putnam County School Board. And on her third term, she's got two years left. Uh, school board, I've mentioned this before, can have staggered terms. County commissions do not have staggered terms unless they're under a charter form of government. They should.
1: Let me just throw that out there. And that's fine. You are allowed to
0: speak your opinion over here. And so the the way that would have to happen, Kim, and Mm -hmm. and I don't like the way it has to happen. I'm not disagreeing with the staggered terms because I think it's always good to have experienced people Mm -hmm. on a board or committee when new people come in. So but that has to happen through a charter form of government. And it's almost a dirty word in county government. Charter is Mm -hmm. because there's so many things that. Can happen that are not ideal, in my opinion. Um, you know, you can have one elected official doing it all, basically, other than the court system. Uh, so you can have a mayor or a county executive, metro mayor, executive, or charter mayor, executive that does collecting the property taxes, does assessing the, the property, does all of it. And you don't, I don't think you want that. No, <laughs> but that's no. just my opinion. A couple <laughs> counties in the state are charter form government, but they're a lot bigger than we are. So, Um, We mentioned enrollment is up, you said around 2%, and that is something we knew was going to happen. The good thing about the school board and county commission's relationship is every year we we meet twice a year and get updates from you all, and we give you all updates and talk about where we're going. And every every time we meet with you all, there's a, a chart projecting your growth and mm-hmm. the student population. And y'all have been pretty close. I mean, it's, it's, it's something you can't predict in the future, but you've been close. And that kind of spe- uh, spearheaded the need for a new school, which that's been discussion for, I guess, two years now. We finally did the debt issuance last July, so two Julys ago, July of 21, to add on to the jail and build a through K-8 school. Uh, off Lee Seminary Road that's Mm -hmm. right so we decided to issue the debt when the schools went to hire an architect and a construction manager or actually construction manager the price went up we all know inflation is here we all know it's affecting every part of our lives Um, I just got out of a meeting yesterday where we were talking about counties can't even get ambulances and fire trucks Mm -hmm. because the chips that are supposed to go in them are, are, are not being made quick enough in Taiwan, and that's because we can't afford them, and there's not enough workforce, and here we are. So anyway, we there's a need for a school – and I believe y'all broke ground.
1: We did for the for it'll be Park View K through four, and hopefully a five through eight will be there at some point. Well, hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah, but. And, and
0: and we can talk. So first of all, Kim's again on the school board. I'm the commission. We can't violate sunshine law when we're talking, but we are in public. But we just can't advertise it. But we we can't violate sunshine law because we don't vote together. Right. But let's just talk about it um, because people want to know. And so. The price went up, and the when you when y'all estimated it first time, it was what 43 or 44 million.
1: Yeah, it it was right under 44 million. So, first, let me clarify we don't have construction manager, that's not the route that we did. We did bid, we did a bid. So, um, and so when we when that projection was given to the county commission you know some of the preliminary work had been done, but we didn't have a full set of plans and ready to go to construction because we had not received the funding yet so you can only go so far with the architects before you know you get the money versus you know the sheriff's project it was he knew that he was going forward and was already he was set and ready to go on the day that he got the bond right which is you know when you're six to eight months ahead of schedule, and we saw what the economy did. For him, that was a great benefit. And, I mean, for the taxpayers as well. Unfortunately, for the school system and the taxpayers, that was to the detriment because the bid went up quite a bit based on the supply chain.
0: Yeah, and I, that's perfect explanation. And that's why I have you on because people do ask questions and they ask me, what, so what's going on with the school? Why did Why did the commission – only fund K through four. And my response is, well, originally we funded a K through eight. We funded exactly what the school board asked of us, which was basically 16 months ago now. Um, and so now the process has changed and, and it was under 44 million for a K through eight, Y'all found out back in, I guess, this summer mm-hmm. um, that it was going to be how much for K a K-8? It
1: came in at, I believe it was $65 million.
0: $65 million, So quite a bit more than what we had planned. Mm-hmm. And that's because of inflation. Materials, cost. Um, and honestly, uh, Kim, you know as well as I do, these construction companies have enough work for years. They, they do. And so they, they do. don't care to bid high because... Mm-hmm they 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 don't need us basically right they don't need to work in our county they have other things they can do so they're probably going to come in a little bit higher than well. What and you they're expect. struggling to find people to work just like everybody else is so that was my next thing so they're they're having a hard time getting laborers to work and so it come back higher um the school board came back with to us with the new proposal and i actually missed this meeting in august because i had kidney stone surgery mm-hmm. thought I was going to make it back everybody thought I was a fool for even trying to get back to go to the meeting but I was I was I don't know how, how incapacitated I would have yeah, been I don't think I, think, that was a, I would
1: think it was a wise choice that yeah. you were not there but I was frustrated
0: with my not necessarily with my wife Amy but I was frustrated in general that they kept me longer than they should have and I was gonna miss the meeting so anyway the vote was not to do anything different basically fund what you have but it you that meant you could only do a K through 4.
1: That is correct. I mean basically when the bids came in knowing that we only had a bond for 44 million um and that, that's it could be slightly under or over so I'm just generalizing right. the number but um the the board voted to move forward with the K through 4 um mainly because when you look at the need the need is going to be for an elementary school and this will not be ready until the start of the school year in 2024 so 2024-25 school year we would hope that the K through 4 is open and you know based on our growth at this point that'll be definitely the point where we're going to need a new school to move forward so move move forward with that however we know based on what the community has shown in the past is that a K through 8 is desirable So we would definitely like to get the funding for the five through eight portion, knowing um, I know this as a taxpayer, that that would require a tax increase of some sort to move forward with that um, or wait um, until bonding capacity improves. So it's a it puts the county commission in in a hard spot. And it puts us in a hard spot because we want to move forward with what we think the community wants. And and I've said people need to let their county commissioners know uh, one way or another. Most of the time what happens is, is people who are adamant against a tax increase definitely make their voice known. People who are okay one way or another really don't say anything. And no matter how you feel, you should let your county commissioners know.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And you're right. Uh, you don't. I don't hear a lot from the people that um, – Maybe okay with something, you know. Maybe well, that's what y'all planned on doing. You planned on building a K through eight, so why not go for it? You don't hear from those people. You hear from the people that said, "Well, the school should have did this, or the county should have did that," and you know. So, you talked about the potential to have to raise taxes to finish out that K through eight, and and let's be clear that right now the K K through four has started whatever happens whether they it's just k-4 through that's going to be built to where it can be expandable at any point in time
1: that is correct um the the one thing that will they would do is like where the five through eight portion of the building would connect they would make it look aesthetically pleasing so they might use outside brick where normally you wouldn't do that so there might be a you know a few costs adjusted one way or another, but it can it will definitely be doable whether right. whether we do it while the current contractor is on site or after it's open, we were to bid it out again and do it it it's it, at some point it will be added on sure
0: well, and when we come back, I want to talk about the way to fund that extra increase in costs for the k through eight if we decided to do the whole thing right now instead mm-hmm. of doing k through four. we can still – the county can still go back and issue debt at any point in time to get more money to just finish it out. So when we come back after this break, I want to talk about that. I'm with Kim Cravens. She is the chairman of the Putnam County School Board. This is Ben Rogers. We'll be back in just a moment here on Local Matters. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with Kim Cravens, the chairman of the chairwoman, Madam Chair technical term, Madam Chair of the School Board in Putnam County, um, been talking about some really good stuff. We were we left uh, last segment with construction of the new Parkview Elementary School, actually Parkview School. Uh, it's originally was K through eight. Mm-hmm. Process have went up. Right now, it's, the board has voted to continue uh, construction of K through four. You've come to the county commission. I think y'all might come back to see what the options are to finish the Mm K-8. Talk about that a little bit, but don't know exactly how that's going to work in the time frame. I will say this. Ideally, we probably would um, raise taxes to fund the additional part, but we don't necessarily have to. And I I can't predict the future, and you can't either. But I'll say that our debt service and debt capacity is driven by our sales tax revenue. Mm Mm-hmm. And our sales tax revenue has been outstanding for years. Ever since I've been a commissioner and started in 2014, we have had the luxury and been blessed that sales tax in Putnam County is high. Mm -hmm. Then the legislature changed the law about point of sale sales tax, where it goes to the county instead of to the city. And that's helped our journey as well. That was four or five years ago, whatever that was. So our sales tax has been great. We did some things with sales tax this last budget year as a county where we could forward raises this for, for our employees, but we knew that we still had enough to do what we are supposed to do. If sales tax continues to stay where it's at, because we actually projected it to be lower this next year because we didn't know what the, the economy was going to do, we could technically pay for that addition or that extra, I shouldn't say addition, because the original plan was K-8. Correct. People forget that. And I'm not <laughs> being pro-schools or pro-commission right now. I'm telling you the facts. The original plan was to build a K-8 Parkview Elementary School, Parkview School on Lee Seminary Road. That was the original plan. Prices went up. We're at a higher amount now, but there's an extra cost. And I do know that we've talked to the schools uh, and, and talk, spoken with you. I think you all have a couple million maybe in reserves that you could put towards it at, at one point in time. I don't know if that's changed well, or not.
1: So the, the extra that we have right now is going towards the elementary school. Okay. So to, to – Say that any more fund balance would go towards the five through eight portion of that school. um, I might give Mark McReynolds a heart attack. That's a good point. Well, (laughs) I don't want to do that. Let's look at it this
0: way: instead of using that portion, that borrowed money to go towards the K K through four, you're going to pay some cash. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit left over uh, that that's been borrowed. So that's a good practice. Some commissioners have asked about the new funding formula that's called TISA, <laughs> and we don't know enough about that. All they, no. all they've been told is y'all are getting more money. It could be anywhere from ten to fourteen million dollars in new money, and the questions immediately started. Talk from commissioners: Well, they can use that to? No, probably not, because I imagine it's it's replacing the BEP formula. And so that's additional money they're expecting, but it's going to go towards instruction, going to go towards personnel. Mm-hmm. There may be some room for capital expenditures, but we don't know that, so we can't commit to that.
1: Well, that's just because there's there's so many unanswered questions about that new funding formula, and nobody seems to have an answer. Yeah. Um, so they're, the, the, they're going to have to get it together to tell us how that's going to work because budget season will be here before we know it. <laughs> it will be.
0: It won't be long before we're meeting as two bodies. That's correct. Talking about an update. So um, we're hoping and praying that sales tax stays where it's been for the last couple of years. If that's the case, this won't be a problem to do, in my opinion. This is just one man's opinion, one commissioner's opinion. It won't be a problem to do and, and, and make sure we get the k eight done. We can't predict that. we got to watch it. I do know that sales tax has been good, but also know our building permits have slowed down. Mm -hmm. And that is due to inflation. And maybe there's a slowing growth in Putnam County because we had this boom for a year and a half and really two years since Mm -hmm. COVID. And so building permits have went down, which affects our tax base, but it doesn't necessarily affect sales tax besides the materials that are bought. We're hoping it stays somewhere in that area. If it does, I think we can probably manage it, but it's hard to say. Correct. So then you have to fall back to property tax. Mm Mm-hmm. And we didn't raise taxes this last year, uh, and we don't want to for any reason except for necessary stuff. And this could be proved necessary, just as it's going to be necessary to um, staff the new addition to the jail. It's going to be necessary to staff the new school, mm-hmm. even though you're you're taking part view personnel and moving them to the new one. You're going to have more students, <laughs>
1: correct? Right? I mean, mm-hmm. more
0: students are going to be at this new school. That was the idea. So you got more personnel to hire. So we have to think about all those things, operating costs, construction costs, everything we're doing. Very true. we got to think about it. And the sole funding source uh, is property tax. Now, having said that, Kim, I don't know if you know this, I've been talking to some legislators. Uh, there is a push for some, some legislators to allow property tax to go to a referendum. Hmm. I don't know how that's going to work <laughs> with county government. I have a feeling every time county commission wants to raise taxes, the citizens are going to vote no could Be and then how do you grow and progress, right? So that's another topic for a different day, but yeah, that, for sure. That's coming up maybe in the session next time. I got to talk to Senator Bailey and Representative Ryan Williams to see if that's going to be true. So I say all that to say this we're still going through K through four, and you, you're saying projected finish time is in time for 24, school year 24, 25. Yes, okay, so there that's what we're thinking. Uh, and that all depends on weather and other costs and variables. Uh, but that's good information. Um, and Parkview, the current Parkview school, will stay operating until it's done?
1: Yes, they will stay there until it's they're ready to move in. And then we have not decided what we will do with that building. Um, one option that has been out on the table, but the board has not voted on this, is to renovate it to be a centralized pre-K for Basically, the cookville schools so we wouldn't pull pre-k out of out of the baxter or the monterey area because it wouldn't make sense to make those people drive to cookville but if we centralize pre-k then it frees up several classrooms at each elementary school so that gives us more room at the elementary schools as opposed to having to build another elementary school somewhere else
0: Again, this is why I have you on here. So <laughs> that is great information because I, I knew that but forgot all about that. Y'all have y'all have done some planning, and I think originally a few years ago, y'all's thought was to sell the Cane Creek or Part Park View, View. Park View building. Sorry, I did mm-hmm. not mean to see, say Cane <laughs> Creek. Part View building, but now you found a way to utilize it, free up some classroom space in the other elementary schools where you, there's not a need to build another elementary school for a while. Correct. And I, that's just forward thinking and looking at numbers. Try to be.
1: So again, we've not. That's not been approved and voted on, but that was just one of the thoughts that that um director king and and some other people talked about so and we do actually have we are working on a strategic plan right now, and of course part of that will include our capital projects, so we'll have that all put together um come come spring a finalized plan for that so
0: good, good. This is good information um. So, stay tuned. You'll see uh, dirt moving, construction Mm -hmm. going. One other construction project we haven't even thought about talking is, in my end, is the expansion of Upperman High School. Mm -hmm. And that's using ESSER funds. That is correct. Which Mm -hmm. ESSER funds is the same as the ARP funds that counties are getting for their projects. So, that's not costing the taxpayer anything. No. That's not coming out of
1: it. Well, it's taxpayer money. Some way, (laughs) somehow, it's coming down. But we did try, for the money that Putnam County was given, we tried to be good stewards of the money that we were given and you know you had to use so much like on instructional learning loss and then you could use some things for building expansions and so forth and, and we tried to do a lot of things that otherwise we might have had to come to the county commission for Capital projects, so I feel like we have, have been good stewards with what we were given.
0: Yeah, I think that's um, and that's slowing down the need for a new high school too because mm-hmm. there's a lot of growth going in the west end of the county, and, and Upperman's slowly getting to capacity, and mm-hmm. that was the need. And that was in the plan years ago anyway to expand, correct? But now it's coming to fruition, mm-hmm. and it's how many is it four classrooms we're adding there, something like that and uh yeah, ROTC, there's an ROTC, G- rotc and wrestling being, room mm-hmm. and stuff like that maybe so it's really a uh, really good use of that money i believe um let's jump to something else before we before we run out of time which i could probably do four or five shows <laughs> with kim but so we talked a little bit about tisa uh the new funding model and i've talked about in the show before we won't get back in the depths of it but do you know and i'm putting you on the spot on this one so i'm sorry do you know if with the new TISA funding is it changing any curriculum that's coming down? As the state said, well, if we're going to give you this new money, more money, you've got to start doing this. Have you heard anything? Not,
1: not, not that I'm aware okay. of. Um, I have not heard any talk about that. I mean, what's being taught is the current state standards, and that's what we follow. And like I know this year, like social studies is under a, a review for the standards, um, so that that. They open up for, like, public comment. People can go out and comment. And, of course, you you even have to be aware that that's out there. But um, once they adopt those new standards, they'll be released. And then every time we adopt a new, um, like, textbook or something, that's always open for public comment as well to review and so forth. But no changes regarding okay. funding. And, of course, we have – the state has some certain laws of things that you can't teach anyway. So
0: yeah, and I, I'm, the reason I, I got asked that yesterday at the conference about the curriculum changing with the funding, and I was honestly, I don't know. I, it's, I'll ask, I'll ask one of my school board. I asked my school board chairman when I say well, I don't, so. I don't
1: claim to know at all, but I have not seen or heard anything on that
0: well and and um, of course everybody knows i talk about Lynn McHenry being one of my best friends and you all, you as a board go to training yourself we do and, and two, three, two three times a year and that's where you hear about curriculum mm-hmm. stuff right and that they, is correct they let you know if something's changing so i that's why i ask you all because i know we all are up to date on that stuff so any other changes any anything else happening
1: no i think the school year has gotten off to a good start i think everybody's enjoyed break so hopefully they come back and Ready to hit the ground running until Thanksgiving and Christmas.
0: And Thanksgiving is just is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, correct? That is correct. Yep.
1: That is correct. And I do know the calendar committee did. They've thrown around sometimes would they want to take that whole week. Some people complain about that, but they opted not to do that this year. Okay. You'd have to take two days somewhere else. So,
0: Right. And then you either take two days or add it on, <laughs> and then you get out of school after Memorial Day. And mm-hmm. everybody wants to be out of school before memorial day
1: right or you could cut from christmas break but then a lot of people are doing stuff to yeah. get ready for that so it's it's a it's a give and take for sure it is
0: kim thanks for being here Absolutely. you're wonderful you do a great job the board is great we got a good school board working for putnam county i'm excited to continue to work with y'all the next four years and so um thank you for everything you do
1: you're welcome folks thank that's you. been
0: kim craven she's the chair of the putnam county school board this has been rogers here on local matters appreciate your time and listening thank my producer jake He's 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 the man keeps me straight. Everybody, go out this weekend and make somebody smile. Don't frown. I promise you, it's a lot easier to smile than this frown. Make somebody's day. Go Vols. Go Vols. That's right. (laughs) You we got a big game tomorrow. We got a big game tomorrow and go Tech. So wings up. Go Vols. Everybody have a great weekend. See you next week uh, and God bless. Thank you.